want to talk a little bit later on today about uh, the Grammys. They were last night. I happened to catch some of it, not all of it. Um, but last week, I was in chats with uh, Brett from HR here at the good old Radio Mankato Radio Ranch, and he was telling me about one million cups. And he said, have you heard of this? I said, not really. Um, and he said, uh, how he described it to me was kind of a meeting of entrepreneurs and business people and the public in order to learn a little bit about businesses that were in our area and people that were starting businesses and uh, people and their passions. And I thought, well, this fits in perfectly with the types of conversation I like to have and find out people's why. So we've got John Jameson in, and he's from JP Fitness, founder and president. Welcome. Hey, hey, Lisa. How are you doing? Good. It's good to have you in. I think this is the yeah. first time for you here on KTOE. So, it is. So welcome. Welcome to Talk Radio. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be on here and <laughs> chat a little bit more about what's going on with One Million Cups. Yeah. So how did you get involved as the owner of JP Fitness, obviously a, a fitness studio and personal training, and we'll talk all about that. But um, being a business owner in town here, getting involved with One Million Cups, where'd you, where did yeah. you get involved in the beginning? Well, when I first started JP, one thing that um, you know, I made sure to do was join the Chamber of Commerce with Greater Mankato Growth. And um, I've been making a point, you know, it's very easy to fall off from attending the business after hours that they put on, you mm -hmm. know, it's it, in, with a training schedule, it's tough to make that work sometimes. But over the last six months, I've made a point to go to those business after hours. And I was actually there um, with uh, my buddy Cameron, who works at US Bank now. So we were we were hanging out and we ran into Ryan Vesey, who uh, okay. um, he was uh, he was there. And we were uh, just strike a uh, struck up conversation. And um, it was actually my friend who was like, hey, you should get John on One Million Cups. That's like a great outlet for him. I think, you know, he would do great and um, would really enjoy speaking to that crowd. And um, that was back in November. So, okay. And you're speaking this Wednesday in a couple of days. Yes. Here. Yep. T-minus like 48 hours. So how, it took that long to get you scheduled in? Yeah, they had it all lined up. So they, they definitely have their, their speakers, I think, um, uh, lined up months in advance. But he said we had an opening in February. And he's like, yeah, I'll let you know if we can get you on. So... I wasn't sure. Sometimes those conversations, when you get an empty promise like that, like, I'll probably just... They fizzle out. Right. You, yeah. won't, you won't hear anything. But he reached out to me in January and he's like, hey, we're excited to have you on. Um, here's the people we need to get you in touch with. This is what we're looking to do. And then we'll have to schedule a call to speak with uh, Corey from uh, Pioneer Bank and discuss everything. Like, if you have any questions or what you need to do for the um, for the talk. How was it presented to you? Much the same as like Brett presented it to me? Or, or yeah. like, how does it, how was it explained? Um, it's an opportunity for um, you to, to go in and have like an ask for the community, if you will. And and I, I was talking about it actually just before I came in with one of my members as, you know, you always have this people that love to tell you how to run your business yeah. and like have great ideas for you. Like, oh, they don't man. work in the industry. Yeah, yeah. So like, you should do this. No, no, you should do this. And they have all <laughs> all these wonderful ideas for you. And I'm always like, yep, thank you. Well, this is a structured session with business professionals and you know other entrepreneurs, like you mentioned, to give you that opportunity to like, hey, I have some good purposeful feedback for you. And it's an opportunity for you to be a little bit more vulnerable and have a brainstorming session with these people about, hey, this is really where we've done well. This is maybe where we're trying to grow or we haven't done well. What advice do you have for me? Or um, what, can, what can I do that you think would be, help me be successful? Right. And how long do you get to speak on Wednesday? Um, that's actually a great question. I'm not 100% sure. I think no. it could go anywhere from like a half hour to 45 minutes. It's, it's all about how that engaging session is afterwards. Um, you know, my presentation is probably going to be about like eight slides. 
Okay. And that'll just be an opportunity for me um, specifically to talk, you know, one, one avenue that I, uh, I've been really working on over those last probably six months is our corporate wellness program and um, finding businesses and companies that want to offer an added benefit for their employees and how they could structure that, what that looked like with JP Fitness. Okay. Well, it sounds like, how long has JP Fitness been up and running anyways? Yeah. So we, uh, we've been in the Mankato area was where we started since 2016, which okay. doesn't, to me, feel like it was that long ago, but <laughs> that's been two elections now. Oh my gosh. One. You know, when I, when I put it that way, I'm like, man, 2016 was a while ago. Wow. Let's, uh, roll me back. Pre-2016 and you, before you owned the business, before you started and founded the business, and where did you get involved in becoming passionate about health and wellness and and personal training and wanting to bring that to the public? Did it start at a very young age or do you remember getting hooked into it? Were you an athlete? Yeah, it started, um, I think for me, like exercising and fitness was probably started for me when I was like 14. Okay. Um, I was always looked at as the smaller kid on the football team. Um, you know, I was uh, like, I didn't really get a growth spurt until probably about ninth grade. Um, but I was always a smaller kid. So for me, I'm like, well, I've got to put on weight. I've got to get bigger and I've got to get stronger if I'm going <laughs> to compete in some of these sports that I'm playing. So I I've started- got three sons. This is all like, yep. I've yeah. heard that right, right around that age too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It starts to kick in and you're like, man, I, I need to put some muscle mass on. So we, uh, I started lifting and, and working out, and then, um, you know, throughout uh, my career of playing sports, I played football and basketball and a little bit of baseball, and um, you know, I just carried it out throughout then. And I always loved sports, and for me, it was okay. What can I do to stay in this field, um, and what can I do to continue to, um, I guess, promote people to want to be in this field? Mm, mm-hmm. And I started actually at MSU after high school. I went to high school here in St. Clair, actually, just locally. Okay. And then I went to MSU for about um, a year, and I was looking at doing athletic training. Um, you know, like you look at like what do you got the best seat in the house, right? right for right. any sporting events at any level, um, and I just started to realize that it really wasn't my passion. Athletic training really wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, I actually transferred out and went to the University of Minnesota, and I got my um, degree in kinesiology there in 2014. Okay, so explain that to us if we mm-hmm. don't know what kinesiology uh, is. It's the study of the human body and human movement. Okay, um, and so it's just a fancier word, I guess, for like exercise science. Um, that was, I guess, like a sub plan of what you could do in kinesiology you could also go like clinical science so something more like um, occupational therapy or physical therapy Um, or you could go the education route which is like uh, physical education um, kind of finding somewhere like uh, in that aspect as well but I went more of the exercise science route a little bit of clinical stuff Um, I was looking at maybe becoming a physical therapist but I just I think I liked the environment of uh, fitness you know when you look at when you meet people and how you interact with uh, your your clientele that's the setting that I liked. The medical mm-hmm. setting was just a little bit, um, I think, either too slow paced or we're already past the point of maybe being able to influence somebody oh, to sure. follow like a healthier lifestyle. So I was like, well, if I can get people excited about coming in and working out and lifting or at least trying to better their wellness, that's that's the setting that I want to be in. Now, then when you're when you're in college, are you dreaming about owning your own business or are you thinking I'm going to I'm going to get out? I'm going to get a job in the industry somewhere. Yeah, I am. Um, so. It was still pretty hazy for me up until I graduated. I was working as a personal trainer in the recreation center uh, at at the U of M. And we had gone through a lot of different um, changes there where we had expanded our our physical location. So we expanded the recreation center by like 270,000 square feet. So we put in this huge addition. We went from the smallest recreation center in the Big Ten (laughs) to now the biggest. 
And so the fact that I was a part of that process or I had at least had some exposure to it and I was on some different event committees, that looked really good on a resume if you wanted to continue on um, in a recreation setting and go do your master's program. So I had applied from there because I'm like, well, I can just keep riding this wave. Like the recreation setting is fun. Right. I enjoy it. There's not a whole, there's not as much pressure from the private sector because, you know, you um, are on a school setting or mm-hmm. um, at a university. So I applied to the University of Florida. I applied to FIU in Miami. I applied to UNLV in Las Vegas, Auburn, a lot of these different recreation centers that we're looking at adding or expanding on. So my experience looked really great and was kind of right, stood out to them. because you've done that then. Right? And um, of course, University of Florida is where I wanted to be. Gainesville, <laughs> I was really excited about. And I found out I was their second choice oh, no. out of 28 applicants because they oh, did. Wow. They, they reached back out and said, hey, you know, you didn't get it. But, you know, if you have any want any open feedback from us, we're happy to talk with you. And of course, like, I don't like to lose. I'm a very competitive person. Right? So I'm like, man, I lost. I need to know why. And they said I was the only one that contacted them back and that I was right there. And, you know, I just didn't really, I think, um, give them enough uh, of who I was in the interview, which is weird because that's really what I excel at. But anyway, I ended up at FIU and I loved FIU. Um, it was a great school. I was there for about a year. I didn't finish my master's, but I got some master's experience there and I was a personal training manager. And um, from there, I started to realize that I think I was more motivated about being in the private sector and I was motivated about moving back to Minnesota. I did not enjoy living in Miami as much as I thought mm-hmm. I would. So I ended up at Lifetime up, okay. in, the, up in the Minneapolis area. Okay. And um, I used it, to be a member. Up there did you say yeah. I love their facilities? I think they're great. And I, you know, a lot of what their facilities do is what I've tried to bring to Mankato with JP Fitness. Um, but it was around that time where I started to be like, okay, I think I want to do my own thing. I think I'm kind of done. You think you're ready? Yes. You think you're ready to take the leap and do this? We got to talk about that yeah. uh, coming up in just a bit because there is that point in time where you hit and you're like, I'm going to do this. We're going all in. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know I was sitting next to a, a fellow gopher. Yes. And uh, But I was there when we had the old facility. Now my oldest son is a senior getting ready to graduate in a few months here. And so when we went for his tour, I walked through the new facility. And I was oh. like, oh my gosh, this is different. Yeah, it was it's a it's whole amazing. lot different from it's, when we used to go work out. So. For sure. <laughs> John Jameson from JP Fitness in studio with me. Back on KTOE, it's Middays with Lisa Kay and talking about One Million Cups, a presentation coming up on Wednesday and this week. It's John from JP Fitness that's going to be talking. Uh, this is something that the general public's invited to come and watch, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, it's open, open to the general public. Um, I know they have like a regular, I think, um, I guess if you would like board that comes or people that try to come for business professionals, but it's open to everyone. Right. And so you'll get some feedback. Um, people will be able to ask you questions and things like that about starting your business. And we were talking about that before the break mm-hmm. about how you take the leap. There's that one point in time in every entrepreneur's life where they're like, they make that huge decision. And yeah. do you remember when that was for you? I do. Yeah. So I, um, I was commuting from Mankato to Maple Grove and I had just been transferred to that club up there in Lifetime. And um, that's a long drive. It's actually an hour and 24 minutes exactly um, with the way that I drove it anyway. <laughs> and um, so, you know, you, you have like, a lot of time. That's quick for that. But yeah. <laughs> You've got a lot of time to reflect on, you know, different things you want to do. And um, at the time, my now wife and I were just dating. Um, 
and uh, we had this uh, her son. He's seven seven years old at the time. So you know there wasn't a whole lot of risk on that side of things. She was working full time. For me, it was okay if I decide I want to leave this. You know, this is where I want to go in town. This is what I want to do, and this is where I see um, how I could fill a, a hole in the in the market in Mankato. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had an interview for a promotion at that club. Um, it was right around April of 20, it must've been 2015. Um, maybe it was 2016 actually, cause that was the year we started. Yeah. So anyway, I had this, this interview and I went into it and I just said, you know, I'm not interested anymore. And that's, that's to me, that's wow. when it, when it, when yeah. it flipped is that was a, a tough thing to turn down because it was such a great opportunity. And honestly, when you asked me like, hey, when you were in school, is this something you always dreamt of? And it was like running a club, right? It was having like a, a general manager position. And when I started Lifetime, I'm like, I'll start in the training department, but overall I want to just be the overseer of the whole club. I'd love to be in that GM right. spot. But still you're working for someone else, right? Correct. Yeah, working for someone else. And you know, you have all these corporate, I don't know, shenanigans, if you will, yep. or loopholes, things you got to run through. And I just was starting to get sick of that. I got to see it firsthand. Um, the, 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 the person that was in charge of me at, at my club was also like a regional manager. So then I'm seeing how everything's going on behind the scenes. And I just started to become not a big fan of that. I didn't like the whole, I'm going to dangle the carrot and, you know, right. hopefully keep you in, engaged and, and bought in and want to continue this. And so um, at that point, I just, I told him, I'm like, hey, at this time, I just don't think this is the right fit for me, actually. And then I put my two weeks in about a week after that. What did you know about starting a business when yeah. you started? Um, not not as much as I know now. <laughs> That's for sure. I, There's uh, kind of a beauty in that, though, right? There is. And it was, um, I tell people, you know, I got my degree about um, training and physiology and, and kinesiology, of course, at the University of Minnesota. But I did get a degree in business from Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a great job. I, I do believe in making you understand the business aspect of things, you know, how to value your time and how to, um, you know, look at putting together a successful model for um, setting yourself up for success with, with personal training and fitness. And so um, during that time, you know, I was looking at uh, some practices that I could do that would maybe be similar, but what I didn't like and what I could do better and what we could, uh, what we could change and what JP Fitness could bring. And so, yeah, it was during probably my tenure at Lifetime that I really started to learn more about how I could set this business up. And then you come to Mankato and you, what, look for locations? Did you know where you wanted to be? Have you moved? Have you made adjustments there? Yeah, so there was one spot specifically I told my wife, I was like, I want to be downtown in the Grafe building. Okay. I was like, that location back in about that time, it was getting um, a lot busier. So I was like, that's the spot I want to be in. I looked at some other places, entertained them. I'm like, no, this is it. And it just seemed to work the best. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of build out that had to happen and I could do some of it myself. Mm-hmm. So for me, the um, the whole environment and the whole vibe I was trying to create was kind of already there in that space. And I just needed to do a couple of different things to bring it, um, you know, full circle. And so, yeah, I was able to go in that space and I started there and stayed there for three and a half years until the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. 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 That's fun. Yeah, that was that was an interesting time. Um, you know, some questioning of do I stay in this career field? Is this really the path for me? Can we make it work for our family? Um, stuck with it. You know, we actually doubled down and went to a bigger location in that same year, mm-hmm. and um, we it was a good turnout. I mean, it was well received in the community, and we um, gained the new business that we needed to gain to make it make sense. And we went from about twenty eight hundred three thousand square feet to seventy five hundred square feet oh, now. Wow. Um, and so we're in the Madison East Center now, and we moved there in 2020. Okay, there's a lot of space in Madison East. So yes, that's, that's a, a. And as far as like the business side of things, the finances, and all of that, did you get help from anybody in town here that 
I mean, we have resources. I know there's a lot of yeah. like, small business resources that are available that people might not be aware of. We have, um, yeah, so the SBA, so Small Business Association, um, they, I did an SBA-backed loan through Profinium. Um, oh, there's a lot of banks in Mankato and a lot of them, you know, look to help, um, I think finance more of like the agriculture side of things within our community. So I actually was turned down probably from three different banks mm-hmm. and you start to lose a lot of steam when you start getting told that, kind of disheartening. that your business plan is not one that they see as lucrative. Even a gentleman I met with, um, regarding like uh, market research didn't seem to be too bought in on my idea. And, and if you know me, you know, that's just going to be more fuel for the fire for me <laughs> where I'm like, okay, well now I'm going to just have to have something to prove. Keep telling me no. Exactly. Watch what happens. And so actually I met with um, Mark Mizzle at Profinium and he was a really great resource. And honestly, they were the re- they, they made the, the dream a reality. They, they were able to finance me with my first SBA loan, help me get some equipment and get um, my feet underneath me so that I could start JP. All right. Where are you located in the Madison East Center now if people are going? if I know there's a lot of like mall walkers and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and um, so it's the west side of the mall, and I only know that because I've memorized it. I'm not good with northeast, south, yeah, me west, either. but it's yeah. by the Moondog Stadium, so oh, it's, it's the side closest helpful. to that. Yes, <laughs> That's helpful for me. Let's stick around. We're going to be talking a little bit more about his speech that he's going to be giving at One Million Cups coming up on Wednesday, and a little bit more about the business, exactly what's inside when you walk into JP Fitness, what can you find, and, and where does he hope to grow in the future? John from JP Fitness, my guest today on KTOE. It's Middays with Lisa Kayla. Our conversation, a One Million Cups presentation by John with JP Fitness coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Once again, remind people, where is it located? Yeah, so it's put on by um, the Minnesota State Oh, I'm gonna, um, Mankato there, Innovation and Entrepreneurship Department at the Hubbard Building. Okay, so we're at the Hubbard Building. At 8.30 a.m. I'm actually, I'm presenting and then I think it's the same day um, is uh, the founder of Be The Light. Yeah, I think I've got yes. them coming in as well. Yeah. They've been on the show before. Have they? It's okay. a pretty cool organization. Yeah, yeah. so um, I know the executive director uh, pretty well, Laura. Yep. And um, I've yet to meet Amber, which I'm excited to meet. But um, yeah, we, uh, we've we been in, in talks of collaboration too. So I thought it was cool that we both are going on the Million Cups the same month. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, and these are free and open to the public for people to come into if they want to come in and uh, view ask some questions. Uh, we're talking a little bit about um, your process with JP Fitness and some of the, what are some of the challenges that you found as a relatively new business owner in town? I mean, not brand new, but relatively new. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, number one was just really trying to find the right staff and um, making sure that we have the right people in place so that we are presenting our brand in the right way. So that was probably one of the yeah, culture is important. It is. And, um, you know, especially in my industry, um, it's worse in other places, but turnover is, is kind of, of kind of big with trainers just because of uh, the industry. And I think a lot of people that are personal trainers sometimes are transitioning to either like a different career path. They're not really sure what they want to do or they just seem to move on and, and move through society in different different areas of life. So um, for me, it, it, you know, one thing that we've overcome really well is I've created a leadership team at JP Fitness. And that started with um, my manager, Chris. And so Chris has been... Um, probably one of the best best hires that I've had um, with him coming in and um, starting to help kind of turn around like the culture that we've had at JP in the past and make sure that we are just presenting ourselves in a professional manner to our clients mm-hmm. and to our members and that um, we're working and collaborating well together uh, as a full staff. And so we've got him, well, we've, we've put in a, an assistant manager position as well. So I've got my guy Ivan in that position right now. Um, we added health coaching 
okay. as another department too. Tell me the difference between like personal co- like the personal training and health coaching. If, yeah, if you haven't been in a so personal training, um, you know, we start a little bit more assessment based, um, trying to learn more about like what we want to do to help achieve goals in the fitness realm. So you know uh, how we want to move better if we need to strengthen any uh, weak areas. If um, you know we're we're essentially getting let's say in shape or, or get ready for uh, a big event coming up. Mm-hmm. Whereas health coaching is a little bit more behavioral in terms of like, what are you eating? And uh, what <laughs> what, what are your Stop daily habits? That. Yeah, I know. I've always said if I, could, if I could follow people around and slap food out of their hands all day, that would actually be the, the, the goal job. Um, okay. But I don't know if I could make enough money doing that or people actually would like me. Or- you should have been here this morning because Scott the Engineer was all about it's ice cream for breakfast day. And dude rolls in with a whole bag of ice oh, cream. Man. And we were all like, Ugh. "Yeah." here I was with protein pudding. I had some greens in a, in a shaker bottle like that. And then yeah. I, and my ice cream. And then here we go. We got ice Brilliant. cream started out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so health coaching is just a little bit more about, um, you know, what our daily habits are like and what we're doing to help support. I look at it as what's happening outside the gym that's going to influence what we see happen inside the gym. And so, you know, to bring those two together and have them both under the same roof is huge. And that was um, that was jump started by having one of our our really great trainers and she's our lead health coach, Allie. And so Allie um, leads that department. And now we have two other health coaches that work with her as well. So. I know that culture is important too. And especially when you're a client, it is helpful and comforting to go in and work with the same people yep. and time I, to time again and not have new faces every 32 seconds. Exactly. And that's, you know, when we talk about like coming into JP Fitness, one thing I think people really enjoy is that we have a very friendly staff. I've been very fortunate to have um, have great people that work at my facility with me. And uh, when people come in, that makes them very comfortable. Um, you know what? I look at it as almost like a cheers aspect because mm-hmm. of like we, we try to hold a little bit smaller membership base <laughs> where, you know, the, when they come in, we know them by their first name. Um, they know that we're going to be there to give them that little bit of accountability as much as they want it to be there. Um, and that they're just happy to, to come in and, and see the space, you know, when you walk in, our front desk is covered in um, Alabama stone from Vetterstone. Oh, and okay. So we've got like a nice kind of big front desk, walk in, and then we do towel service. So there's towels there for people to use, um, you know, like a sweat towel or like okay. a shower towel. Um, and all of our cardio equipment, strength equipment, everything um, is hammer strength or, or what I look at as like a, a higher end brand that's going to last longer and feel better while you use it too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get like any like kind of weird stoppage or right. the cables are like kind of janky. It's it's all really nice equipment. And nice. So, the things are maintained and it's clean. It feels a little bit more upscale. Yep. Right. And that was the idea, right? When if you look at a lifetime, a lifetime is very much an upscale kind of facility and that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to bring to Mankato and I've heard that as through the talk throughout town. So, you know, when that happened, I think in 2020 or 2021, I'm like, cool, we made it. Here we are. Yeah, this is exactly what this I wanted it. people to say about my business. Right? Exactly. Yes. Now, moving forward in the future, you're working with, I know we we're talking a little bit about um, corporate training. You do some youth training as yep. well, because it's important to make sure that our youth are like kind of involved in the lifestyle early. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's been motivated, something I've been motivated about. I just never really had the space for it, mm-hmm. right? Of all the space that I've had has been dedicated to like adult fitness. And so, um, yeah, JP Performance is something we just released as well that we're going to start uh, dedicating time and we have the right coaches in place. I have um, Sheen Butler Lawson from uh, the MSU football team. He's coming on to be a performance coach with nice. us. So I'll you know, get the kids excited to be around some D2, D1 athletes. Um, and so we'll we'll have that starting up by the end of this month. But 
Um, that's a great opportunity for kids ages like nine to 14 is who we're looking to start with. Ideally, I want to go full scale of like six to 18, mm-hmm. but starting in that age group and, and getting people um, excited about like so many people come that come work out at the facility and then want to bring their kids. And instead of having your kids sit there on their tablet and, you know, not really being able to participate or do anything, we now will be able to have a session to offer them where they can go through and kind of have some fun and learn a little bit more about fitness. It's kind of a total different approach when it comes to training youth than adults, right. um, but still the same same idea is let's get them in, let's get them consistent, and let's try to see some progress and results. So you go with youth, you're working with um, individuals, and you go to the corporate world where you go to companies and now are inviting companies to come and get memberships for their employees. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're really trying to be a, a, a like a training hub, if you will, or a, 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 an overall training facility for for every aspect. And having companies be able to come in and be like, man, this is a great added benefit because now we can offer our employee training sessions, whether that's in a one-on-one or group setting or health coaching, and then they still get full access to a facility. And um, all of the research is out there, you know, where it shows that the more you're committed to a wellness plan through your company, you're less likely to take sick days and you're more likely to stay invested in being with that employer. So mm-hmm. you look at it as a really great tool for employee retention from an employer aspect of things. That's really a good win. Um, speaking of wins, what would you consider are some of your biggest wins as a business owner um, from beginning to where you are right now? Yeah, um, I say number one was being able to open the doors. Um, Say number two after 2020 was being able to keep the doors open. Uh Um, But I think the biggest win for me is the the staff that we have and the professionals that are there. Um, The the facility speaks for itself. It's an upscale facility, but um, I've always wanted to hold the standard of having certified personal trainers on our staff and being a great resource and being kind of to me um, that the next generation of fitness facilities. You know, we've had like our low cost, big box gyms. We have our full time, anytime access gyms where you can come in 24 seven, which we are that as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that next step is being able to have the resource of a certified personal trainer there and that we have 12 of them on staff. Right. So. Right. So there's really something for everybody if you're listening. And if you're listening and you have not, maybe, maybe you were once or you have not worked out in a long time. Yeah. You work with people like that too that oh, are just yeah. getting back into those it. Are, or... Those are my favorite stories. Okay. Yeah. I love what I love that, you know, when people are saying like, kind of like the back in my day or what I was doing, what I have done, because I know that that person has committed to it before they have the drive. And in my opinion, everybody has that drive. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the ability to commit to their plan and their program. And so I get excited to go, okay, what can we do to get you back there? Because at that point, you know, when they, when they reference those, those moments in their life, it's in my opinion and how I look at it as it's a time where they were very comfortable and confident with themselves. They mm-hmm. felt like they were achieving a goal or that they were, you know, sticking to a plan so what can I do to help bring them back to that mindset? And we, we started out with a consultation. So it's a very, um, t- to me, try to make it as least intimidating as possible. Come in, see the facility, sit down. We just chat about some goals, learn about what you've done in the past, what you're working on now. Maybe you're in the middle of that plan, middle of that program, and you've hit a plateau. And it's a good opportunity for us to you know, talk to you about what we see could benefit you and how we can give you a little bit of recommendations or prescriptions, if you will, and what you can do for your fitness. Now, aside from just the personal training uh, aspect of it and the health coaching aspect, do you offer things, other products or anything like that for sale? Yep. Yeah, we do have uh, supplements as well. So we have a line that we brought in that is uh, 
kind of specific or they, they stick specifically to like boutique gyms like myself. Okay. Um, there's only, there's only a limited amount of, um, supplements really that we bring in. We do, uh, collaborate with all-star nutrition in Mankato here. Okay. Um, Riley and her staff does a great job mm-hmm. with also being a good resource. You know, sometimes we get caught up and busy in the day of training or health coaching and back-to-back sessions. And so, you know, utilizing them too, we collaborate with them on a lot of different things and they do a great job. Um, of also speaking to different supplements that they have, you know, their, their storefront is a lot of different lines, a lot of different things you can do with your, right. your supplementation. So they're, yeah, they're a great spot to, to look at as well. I like the health fitness uh, industry and, and the businesses that collaborate rather than uh, just compete with each other. So that's, that's really yeah. cool to see. Yeah. We try to cross, you know, lanes and show that, Hey, there's other places in town that are doing a great job with what they have to offer. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back at the top in studio John Jameson talking a little bit about JP Fitness, his business. Now, John, if people want to get in touch with you, maybe come and take one of those tours and and talk to you or your trainers and find out what might be good for their lifestyle and how to incorporate more fitness yep. or, or incorporate your gym, where do we where do we find you? Yeah, so uh, you go to jpfitnessmn.com. The website, that's um, a great opportunity for you to you know, fill out a contact form, look up all the different services we have to offer, like a group class schedule, things like that. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at jpfitnessmn or um, on Instagram, our handle's at jpfitnessmn as well. All right, we're going to put all of those uh, contact points of information on the show notes once I get off the air here at KTO at noon. And then again, you're speaking at One Million Cups coming up on Wednesday. You're the first speaker? You don't know? uh, You're you're just going to be speaking something. You know, and that's not a reflection on them. I'm sure they said it in an email, and I'm sure I didn't read it all the way through. You're at 8.30 in the morning? I'm at 8.30. I can't imagine anybody else speaking before that. I would imagine I'm the first one. (laughs) Yes. That's good. Yes. All right. And that's at the Hubbard building. That's not at your location. No, but it's at the Hubbard building. It's um, the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship, uh, MSU Center, that's uh, located in that building. I think they also have a web address that I'm going to put the link to um, underneath this interview. Yeah, and One Million Cups has a a Facebook page as well. And so they're, they're a good reference, too, if you're looking for what's going on that day. Good to know. All right. Well, much luck at your um, at your speech. You've never done anything like that before, have you? This is the first time. So first time. Um, I think I'm actually the second presenter. Oh, okay. So our second presenter for <gasps> JP. Yep. They got people there nice and early. Yep. Yep. Amber from Be the Light will be there, and then myself as well. Oh, Amber's before you. Okay. Yep. I'm, they told me get Amber on. I think it's Laura that's actually coming in. Is she okay? Cool. Yeah. So we'll have her on beforehand, and awesome. um, I'm excited to be involved with One Million Cups in this capacity and try to do a little deep dive and a focus uh, before people get up and give their speeches. So now yeah. you might feel like you've given your whole speech already. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone gets to hear it again. And, it's good yeah. practice for Right. Me. Two or three times. Oh, I'm sure you'll have something else. You've got slides and stuff. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a little bit more formal in terms of the corporate wellness program. I think that's really where I'm going to put my focus on. Okay. All right. So if you're a business out there and you're thinking about additional benefits for mm-hmm. employees, something also to contact you Something about. to stay competitive in the market, something to keep your employees healthy and fit, JP Fitness Corporate Wellness Program. We're going to send folks in your direction. Thank you so much. It's yeah. good to have you in. Yeah, come back and visit me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, make sure to come back. And One Million Cups, here we come. All right, that's coming up on Wednesday. KTOE, it's Middays with Lisa Kay.